Monday morning. Morning, everybody. Good morning. That <laughs> is the voice of my wife, Daedric Corker. What's your name? Daedric Corker. Uh, Deborah. Deborah Cor- Corker. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mo is, uh, as we record, Mo is currently in another state that Who I knows? don't remember. Who knows? For a <laughs> national. Uh, gymnastics competition for her son uh, so she's gone this week uh, she should be back next week but uh, graciously stepping in to fill in her role this week is my wife Deidre who hasn't been behind a microphone in over a year since we really? were doing the podcast wow it's been that long I have avoided it and <laughs> Suddenly it became unavoidable. So here I am. Yeah, there have been a few times where we had planned for you to come in and fill in. And then at the last minute, either uh, Hillary stepped in to do it or uh, something came up for you. And so we just had to do like reruns or something. But something has always popped up to keep you from doing it. Conveniently. But now you're here. (laughs) And there's no escaping at this I time. I run out of excuses, yeah. and now I'm here. <laughs> Short of uh, projectile vomiting at this moment, <laughs> there's nothing that can keep you. <laughs> I tried. <It's> Today, <laughs> Coming up on today's show, we're talking about the face app controversy. That's already getting old. Plus, the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, today is July 23rd, and we have a few holidays to celebrate don't we my beautiful bride yes it is crazy (laughs) that there are so many holidays for one day Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is only three of them we usually cap it at three sometimes there are a dozen or more that's ridiculous stupid holidays every day's a holiday (laughs) (laughs) what do we got all right today's holidays are hot enough for you (laughs) Uh, National Vanilla Ice Cream Day. That sounds awesome. Boring. And yada, yada, yada day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that, this is the 30th anniversary of Seinfeld. Really? Not today, but this year. Wow. Like they're hyping it at at San Diego Comic-Con last week and uh, Hulu's got it up there like it's some special thing. Like it's back on their main page. Huh. Yeah. So I was two when that started. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Wow. It started in the... See, I, I never really realized it started in the 80s. I didn't realize it started in 89. I thought it was mid-90s at least. Huh. But yeah, it really is. Simpsons and Seinfeld started in 89. Wow. Simpsons still going strong. What happened, Seinfeld? <laughs> I feel like Seinfeld would be great today right now yeah like because there's i mean of course a bunch know, of old to, people we really to, well, no I, don't, I just mean the concept of the show if it was today it would be fantastic for a while there was a twitter account called uh seinfeld today or something like that where they used you know current technology and apps yeah, and whatnot yeah. and and threw it on there uh i can't remember any of them off the top of my head but i do remember finding it and just rolling in laughter uh <laughs> You know, they were, it was about, like, uh, fake profiles for dating sites and 
all this kind of stuff where George didn't want to go out with anybody that he matched with on a dating thing because uh, what if they lied on their app? He's all, why would you think that everybody lied? Because I lied on mine. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like George. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you love what we do here on the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. We are... Uh, getting close to needing to jump to our next uh, level uh, of uh, licensing costs here because we're gaining more and more listeners each month. That's so, uh, good. Yeah, so we would like to be prepared for that. So if you can give anything, a couple bucks, uh, the cost of a triple scoop ice cream cone, which is roughly $7, <laughs> uh, or you know, even more than that, you know, we'd be grateful for anything. You're going uh, to ask them. To give up their Just vanilla one. ice cream cone on National <laughs> Vanilla Ice Cream Day. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. <laughs> uh, but you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash radio. Find out all about where your money would be going to and a list of cool incentives you can get depending on how much you want to donate. Uh, but no matter what you donate, no matter what amount, uh, $1 or above, you will be... Uh, invited to our secret Facebook group, The Scoop, uh, where you get to find out a little bit more of the behind the scenes action. You get to find out exactly what tracks are added each week to the station. Uh, and you get to like vote on songs that are, you know, we're not sure if they make the cut for the station or not. Uh, you, you get involved, is mm-hmm. pretty much what I'm saying. Whenever we make a decision for the station, we always go to our backers first over at The Scoop to get their opinions. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting group. You get to be more involved with the station and uh, feel like you're a part of the team. All right. All right. Well, let's move on. Today <laughs> is Top List Tuesday. Top List. What? <laughs> Top List Tuesday. <laughs> I was suddenly understanding why he asked me to be on the show. <laughs> That's inappropriate, Deidre. <laughs> this is a family show. Uh, we got... Uh, today, the top list that we have is called Eight Tips for Overwhelmed Moms. But uh, this uh, going through it, it mostly could be applied to both parents. But uh, we've got eight things here. This comes from a website called imom.com. Uh, the article is by Terry Clausen with two A's. C-L-A-A-S-S-E-N. Never seen Klaas. that spelling before. Claus. <laughs> so uh, one of the ways to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed is to take a mommy time out. Uh, why should the kids be the only ones to sit and have a moment when their emotions are out of control? Hmm? Hmm? Are you hmm? looking at me specifically? <laughs> well, you're the mom and also you're directly across from me. Uh, <laughs> This uh, article says, when I take a mommy time out, I usually hide in the bathroom in silence and breathe. It helps get away from the craziness and get recentered to handle the incident like an adult. See, this doesn't work for me because you know, I'm the stay-at-home dad most of the time. Deidre works uh, the, the regular eight-to-five job mm-hmm. uh, every weekday. Anytime I go to the bathroom, that is the moment where all heck breaks loose. <laughs> and I have both boys one right after the other in a loop 
knocking on the door because something's going wrong. <laughs> and the little one, the two-year-old, has to come inside every time. Every time Eli takes a toy away or, or even looks at him wrong, Johnny has to come in and cry about it and then ask me what I'm doing. I feel the exact same way. Um, <laughs> when I go to the restroom, I have to just endure pounding on the door or my kids just running around going, Mommy, Mommy, where are you? Where are you, Mommy? Freaking out because, oh my gosh, Mommy's not in sight anywhere. This is terrible. I, I that would not work for me. It would not give me the silence I need to recoup. Now, I have successfully locked myself in our bedroom a couple times when I needed to calm down, and they left me alone. Maybe if I locked the bedroom door and then went into that bathroom. Into our bathroom and locked yeah, that door, too, that just in door. case. Yeah. <laughs> Put on earphones. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two on our list, eight tips for the overwhelmed mom. Ask, is what I'm about to say or do going to help? Uh, asking this question helps you take a step back and think through what you're actually doing. Sometimes when you get caught in the moment, we often act on our emotion and lose some of our analytical mindset. Uh, yeah, um, I'm bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> think before you speak? It's, it's really hard to not act out emotionally, which, mm -hmm. of course, is what we're trying to teach our children not to do. Mm -hmm. And we still struggle with it. Mm. Yeah, when you're yelling at your kid not to yell, that's kind of, <laughs> don't do what I'm doing. Uh, number three, ask yourself, is this really that big of a deal? Uh, everyone knows that part of parenting is picking your battles. If you don't, you might find yourself fighting most of the day. I mean, I've been thinking about that one recently with the kids and I'm like, okay. That's really not that big a deal. I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah. there's some, It's usually on days when one of the boys has just been a monster all day. And then they do something tiny that normally on a normal day I'd get on to them about. I'm like, Ugh, that's a relief compared to how you've been <laughs> the rest of today. <laughs> uh, number four, ask yourself, oh, well, I need to apologize for this later. Ouch. I cannot, well, I can't count. It's been less than 10, but, you know, at least, at least a handful of times I've had to go back in and apologize because I overreacted mm -hmm. or lost my temper. And I hate that. I hate <laughs> because I know immediately after I've done it. Yeah. You know, I realize what I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying like, you know, I smack the kid around or anything like that. You know, mm -hmm. I just, you know, I, I get frustrated with him when he's not trying or he's doing something uh, worse than I know that he could do. <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. Um, and, you know, I, I yell at him or whatever and overreact. And then I have to go back and say, look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been that intense about this. And. And it's even harder in that moment not to try and justify yourself to your kid. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, you know, I got this way because you wouldn't stop doing this mm -hmm. and you know, still put the blame on him. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also a very, very good um, 
lesson for them to learn is that you know everybody will make mistakes even mommy and daddy aren't going to be perfect and Mm -hmm. you do need to own up to your mistakes and apologize for but it also would be great to just you know ask yourself that question before you overreact and Mm -hmm. calm down (laughs) uh number five out of our eight tips for the overwhelmed mom prayer i mean i feel like it's a no-brainer that's a good one but maybe one that we don't think of all that often yeah Number six, talk very quietly. Uh, It's a de-escalation technique. Even when you're upset. Even when you want to yell. Just calm it down. (laughs) You can even talk with an angry tone of voice, but you're talking quietly. Talk quiet. If you don't stop doing this. I do feel like uh, Eli especially responds a lot better when I think to do that. When I'm not just hollering at him for doing something stupid Mm because those things he doesn't really pay attention to. When I say, come here, and I like sit him down and I talk to him quietly, uh, I feel like he pays more attention. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Are you finding the same thing? Yeah, and I usually get down on his level like i i mm-hmm. get get down on my knees where we're eye to eye and yeah i talk take him to him i take yeah. him to his room and have him go up on his bed so he's eye to eye mm-hmm. <laughs> uh number seven on our list of eight tips for the overwhelmed mom get your body cool because mm-hmm. anger is a hot emotion uh when you internally get your body cold it starts to counterbalance the heat from your anger uh like the the suggestion here is like grab an ice cube and let it melt in your hands over the sink while you breathe. This will start to calm you down quickly. That is weird. So it's like this is like a body hack situation to calm you down. Just get cold. Huh. I I'd, feel like that would maybe get my mind off of it because I'm thinking this ice cube is really cold on my hand, but <laughs> I don't know that it would internally cool me down. Plus, I'm always cold, so that doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> I don't think any of this is supposed to be fun. Um, I think I think this would work for me um, because I know that the hotter I am, the the more irritated you are. I am to get upset. <laughs> He's Mr. Cranky Pants. Uh, And number eight, practice regular self-care. Often we go close to the edge because we're not doing a good job at prevention. Way to keep you far from the edge is taking care of yourself. Pause your crazy life to relax and enjoy exercise, even if it's for 10 minutes a day. You know, I had one of those relaxing times uh, Monday night. I was going somewhere, didn't have the kids with me, and I was early, and I had uh, dinner, and I just sat in my car and listened to the radio and ate a salad from McDonald's, and it Ugh. was like, it was like mommy time. <laughs> I was like, huh, this is kind of nice. <laughs> Marred only by the fact that you got a salad from McDonald's. <laughs> 
I was in a hurry. Disgusting. I was on the go, and I needed to grab something, and I didn't there's lots want of, a burger. There's lots of places to get a salad that are better than McDonald's. But Go Wendy's. It was right on the way. Blech. <laughs> Blech. It's right by my work. McDonald's salad. It's covered in sugar. Sugar? Mm-hmm. Their salad has more sugar than... Like they just pour else. sugar on the lettuce? Yeah. Really? They spritz it with sugar water. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) One rule uh, from typing class has definitely expired. And if you're over 40, it's possible that no one has given you the message. So here it is. Definitive answer right now. Unless you are typing on an actual typewriter, you no longer have to put two spaces after a period. Thank you. Or a question mark or an exclamation point. The rule applies to all end punctuation, just one space. I I experienced this at work. I, and now I I have an explanation as to why. We, you know, we do the newsletter and I get articles from all these uh, people and I, I go to put them in the newsletter, and there's all these spaces between the sentences. And I have to sit there and take out the space because it drives me crazy. And I'm like, why are they doing this? Why are there some? And they put a space in between, like if they use quotes, they put a space in between, between the, the quotes and, and the, the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, stop. You're just <laughs> making extra work for me. You don't need this. That's so here's, crazy. Here's why it happens. Uh, back when we used typewriters, every character was given the exact same amount of space on the page. Uh, we needed that extra space between the sentences to make it easier to see the beginning of new sentences. Hmm. And so, you know, typing started with that being the case. Uh, word processors and computers and everything that is not a very old typewriter use mostly proportionally spaced fonts which adjust the spacing to the size of the letter so that's not an issue anymore but those who learned you know 40 or more years ago (laughs) that was the common thing but yeah i never really understood why either and i experienced that even in high school i remember there being this big debate and some of the older teachers were like yes you need to put two spaces after a period <laughs> on your word and i'm like why i can why? read this well, i have books none of them do that <laughs> why would i need to do that it seems silly and i never did it i never even in the t- classrooms that the teacher was like i will mark you points off for not doing this I'm like, eh. out of protest you're like no i don't think i cared that much i just think i was like eh it's not important. Mm-hmm. I also never check for spelling. <laughs> Coming up later in the show, we talk about why everybody's getting old and paranoid. And when we come back, learn a little bit about our co-host. Stick around. Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Back Row Morning Show in its podcast form, but we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard, and now you have too. Join us at backrowradio.com and stream online, or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Back Row Radio, Christian music in every flavor.
Row Morning Show with Matt and Notmo. My wife, Deidre, is filling in this week. And uh, we're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. What do we got? All right. Uh, we have bumblebees can fly at altitudes higher than the peak of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Someone who is... Oh, great. Ambidextrous. Okay. <laughs> Someone who is ambidec- ambidextrous, I hate you, um, can use both hands equally well. Someone who is ambisinister, right? Ambisinister. Yeah. Ambisinister is equally clumsy with both hands. That's me. Uh, Canada's criminal code has an entire section dedicated to the regulation of maple products. That's funny. In twenty in two thousand eight. In twenty oh eight. Twenty oh eight. In two thousand eight, Simon Cowell. Cowell, come on. Oh, I don't know. I don't know people. It's a famous person on a show I you like. Still don't know. Uh, in two thousand eight, Simon. Salmon, Salmon Cowell. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Simon I'm glad Cowell. it's going to be another year before I'm gone here. Uh, in 2008, Simon Cowell. Cowell. <laughs> Cowell. I said, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I can't get past his name. Oh, man. He. <laughs> <laughs> He made about 22000 per minute as a judge on American Idol. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And the last one. Only about a few thousand people in North Korea have actual internet access. Merely owning a computer requires permission from the government, and all personal computers are registered with the police, like guns. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. They are restricted over we, um, we had a friend who went to China, I think, and uh, him and his family, and they were watching the news like they could get American news over there. Mm-hmm. And... All of a sudden, the TV just blacked out like they cut out a news story because it wasn't, you know, approved for the masses. So the TV just like went blank for a while and then it came back on. Just turns off. Uh huh. It was like their version of censorship. Yeah, it was regulated. Weird. (laughs) It'd be strange to live in a society like that where that's a commonplace thing. Oh, guess we just can't see that one. Yeah. And that's and that's become normal. Yeah. You know. Oh. oh, they probably just thought, oh, that's American lies they don't want us to know about, you know. <laughs> Imperialist lies. Uh, all right, well, it has been forever since we've heard from Daedra. Uh, again, you would have had to have been following us back when we were a podcast before Back Row Radio was even a thing to have heard from her directly. Yeah. So uh, wow. what, uh, what's what been going on? Are we how, taking how live questions? Not taking live no. questions. Oh, this okay. is just a freewheeling <laughs> discussion about your life. I'm so glad you prepared me to talk about myself. <laughs> it's yourself. If there's anything that you should know off the top of your head, it should be who you are. 
Is your phone going off? I have an alarm. We I'm are sorry. in a studio recording live. I had silenced. There, here's something you can know about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is on the box for smoke alarms to check them weekly, to test them weekly. So, I'm not saying I do that, but I do test them often. So, I have an alarm on my phone for 10 o'clock every Saturday to check the smoke alarms. <laughs> do I always do that? No. I didn't know that. But That's weird. It makes me feel better <laughs> knowing that the smoke alarms to keep my family safe are in proper That you are aware. Repair. That they exist. <laughs> So it makes you feel better even when you don't check them. Like right now, I mean, obviously you're here, so you're not going to check them because you'll forget before you get home. Right. I'll probably forget. But it, <laughs> it, I would say at least once a month, I go around testing the smoke alarms. <laughs> really? See, Matt didn't even know that about I me. I did not know Because he's never, he's doing I'm this. I'm never here on Saturday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, strange. I'm thinking, you know, here at the church, we have about... At least 15 smoke alarms. Oh, wow. I never test them. Should I be testing them? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're supposed to. The only interaction I ever have with them is when... When it starts beeping. (laughs) Most of them start beeping within the same week. Because they were all installed installed the same same week. And so the batteries are draining at roughly the same speed. (sighs) Yeah. And it always seems to happen like on a Sunday morning, too. Right. Like yeah. one right near the sanctuary, but there's like four near the sanctuary, so I never know which one it is. And then I always forget about the one that's upstairs over the balcony entrance oh, that nobody can see and you can barely reach. And like that's usually the one that's going off. And I'm wandering around to every single one going, nope, not that. And having to wait underneath to see when the next beep's going to come. It's been an hour just standing just places. Standing. Yeah. Where are you? Mystery beep. Uh, what's been going on lately in your life? I got kids, so we have that <laughs> so going. So we're, we're stuck with that for yeah. about another 16 years yeah. at least. In less than a month, our, our oldest is going to start kindergarten. Ugh. Yeah, That's so terrifying. it is. I am excited and terrified. Are you going to cry? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> I'll probably, we have this, uh, like, open house thing before school starts. I'll probably just cry then, you know, get it out of the way. <laughs> like, oh, there's your cubby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. We, have a, we have a friend who's putting their kid in, uh, well, not, not a close friend, an acquaintance, but they're putting their kid in uh, preschool this year and just apparently has been bawling off and on every Aww. single day since they made the decision <laughs> wondering if they should back out <laughs> are we making the right decision i don't want it anymore. yeah <sighs> yeah it's interesting uh i'm interested to see how the nap time thing will go yeah because see our kid hasn't taken a nap in a couple years almost now Quite a while, unless no, he's like just so tired he falls asleep on the couch randomly. Right. But or no, but there's no. That's pretty. You rare. go to your room and take a nap. Yeah. Situation because he just won't. Uh yeah. So that'll be interesting. I hear from from others that your kid is a completely different person in school. So while he's a a rowdy 
guy with us. Maybe he'll be, you know, quiet for a little bit anyway until he gets used to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain he'll be quiet for a while, quiet and shy, because that's kind of, kind of how he usually is in new situations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be strange. It's going to be strange not having him there most of the day, you know. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It won't change for me. Yeah, it won't change for you any because you hardly see him at all. You just won't see oh, him at Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, during the day, see, during that time. Hardly see my children at all. You heard <laughs> during it. During that time. <laughs> but you just won't see him at lunch anymore. But, uh, yeah, it'll be weird for me just hanging out with the baby all day. That's when you get number three. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope. Close that uh, flopian highway. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> there are no more cars coming. <laughs> New topic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's going on with me? Last week, uh, I was telling you about how we were ramping up for a cool Sunday where... Well, there were two sets of Sundays, but we were ramping up for my Sunday, where me and another staff member at the church got to give like our first like real sermon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there were many sermons; they were like about fifteen minutes long each, uh, the time that we were given. And I got to go last out of four uh, people over the course of two Sundays, and uh, and uh, John Berkey, which is Hillary's husband, got to go uh, last the first Sunday. And uh, he did really well. Our two two youth leaders also went. They were the the openers both Sundays, and they did all right too. Uh, this is the first time they've ever given a, a sermon as well, like prepared an actual sermon. They prepared mm-hmm. lessons and and uh, stuff for youth group, but you know, not an actual message being delivered. And uh, you know, they did really well. And then I I did mine, which uh, we're actually going to talk about a little bit more tomorrow, and actually. I'm going to let you hear most of it tomorrow on the show, so tune in for that. Um, But what was funny was that on Sunday, John came up to me, and Hillary and I are in the sound booth talking, and John came up, and he said, so I just want to let you know, my wife didn't even, like, try to let me think that I did better than you (laughs) (laughs) on the sermon thing. (laughs) Like she didn't even begin to stroke my ego or make it think it was even close. Nothing. (laughs) So I was like, well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Out of all four, you are the one who has the most experience. (laughs) Yeah. with, With Celebrate Recovery, I get to give up and give a lesson at least every other week. Uh, throughout the year, and while most of it is pre-written, I do get to write parts of it and add my own stuff into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was the first like actual like sermon. Like I'm making three points, man. I'm getting a, I got a key verse, and I'm making three points out of it, and mm-hmm. backing that up with other verses and whatever. It was fun putting it together. Um, but I don't, man. I don't know how pastors do <laughs> every, <laughs> every week, week for twice as long. <laughs> You were, like, like preparing shoo. it for two or three weeks, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, that was a while. <laughs> Practicing yeah. it several times. And, uh, oh, we'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow about the process. But, yeah, that's that's basically what I've been up to. And, uh, of course, the station's back and up and running and 
Woo, woo. Getting more music. I mean, the station wasn't off, but we were off on a hiatus. Uh, but, you know, we got more music uh, being uploaded again and getting back into that process of, of uh, finding the music and getting everything going. It's been fun. Um, just been a nice, normal, back to the way things are supposed to be week. <laughs> <clears throat> A uh, bit of news, new research out of Japan claims that eating ice cream for breakfast can actually make you smarter. I'm in. Subjects in the experiment saw an increase in brain power if they had three spoonfuls of ice cream first thing in the morning. The subjects in the experiment had to use a computer to complete several mental exercises, and researchers found that after eating the ice cream, the test subjects did better on the exercises. Researchers believe the coldness shocked the brain awake quicker than just a normal breakfast. They also found that anything that was ice cold gave the test subjects a benefit, but ice cream provided the biggest boost. 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 <laughs> and it is a National Vanilla Ice Cream Day, so you know. There you go. Have Now's your breakfast. excuse to give it a try. <laughs> it's a learning experience, y'all. Uh, when we come back, face app, old people, and Russians. Oh, my. But first, it's time for Love Thy Nerds Critical Hit. Take it away, Hector. Hey, everyone. This is the Love Thy Nerd Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is here this week begins San Diego Comic-Con, the ultimate culmination of nerd and geek culture. This, in fact, is the 50th year of San Diego Comic-Con. This is the place where everyone that's associated with nerd culture wants to be. We look up at it like Ariel, like we want to be where the people are. And it's that place where celebrities are going to be to promote their new projects. It's where we're going to see new trailers announced for all the things that we're excited about. It's where exclusive memorabilia and Funko Pops and toys and clothing and all these things are going to happen because of all the hype that is San Diego Comic-Con. That's the thing. Hype is just that for a lot of us because most of us aren't going to get to go to San Diego Comic-Con and while we can celebrate it, it's, you know, we celebrate at a distance and it really doesn't change our lives that much. And you know, there's a similar experience in Matthew 21 beginning in verse 8. And in verse 8 it says, Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he entered in Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, Who is this? So just like we get hype about a Comic-Con we might not actually make it to, this whole town was hyped up about Jesus coming in here and what he was going to do. But just like the hype of Comic-Con fades, for these people the hype of Jesus faded. These same, these same people that were laying their clothes on the ground and chanting and waving branches and all this stuff, just hours and days later will ignore him and abandon him and all of their hype will have been for nothing. So be hype about things, be excited about things, but I want to tell you this, make sure that your hype for your relationship with God doesn't fade as quickly as Comic-Con or Passover. I want you to know that Love Thy Nerd exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors through thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community. 
Check out our website at lovethynerd.com, our thriving Facebook community where you can interact on a daily basis. We have several podcasts, one of which I host, and we're active on all the socials. You can also check me and my book series out over at Faith and Fandom on Facebook. have you with us and we are in our third hour in our third hour we usually like to tackle a bit of a larger topic going on in the world today and uh it's been a big thing face app has invaded all of our social medias and i think it's finally dying down uh but it became this huge thing out of nowhere and then suddenly everybody got afraid of it so let's talk about it a little bit um face app has been around since 2017, which is weird, given the fact that it just got super popular this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, one day I just opened up my Instagram and everybody, <laughs> everybody was old. <laughs> everybody had this old face. Did you think you'd on. been like asleep for a long yeah, time? <laughs> I fell asleep <laughs> for 30 years. And woke up to find everybody terribly, terribly aged. <laughs> Um, and they look awful. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, hey, I think I looked great in the in the aged thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah I can look like that. I'm perfectly fine growing <laughs> into that thing, uh, whatever it was. But yeah, what, uh, I'm not sure why it became a challenge all of a sudden that everybody wanted to post their their old person face. Because um, like I said, the app's been around for a while. But I, you know, I, I didn't experience it before, so I, I know the old filter existed because uh, mm-hmm. I've used that on other apps and stuff before mm-hmm. they've just never been all that great it's usually like they add bits and pieces of another person's photo that's kind of the same right shape and whatever and it never really looks like you yeah uh, or anything so i don't know if maybe they updated it and they got a better version for this and it just came out but i mean it was good yeah and it even yeah. in many cases looked fairly accurate to like family how family looks like uh daughters look like their mom right like i like i had hillary do it or i forced <laughs> hillary to do it because she was afraid to do it so I, I took a picture and did it for her and she very much resembled her mom yeah uh and uh yeah and you know i i kind of look like not my dad but like my my granddad uh his his father uh, in the pictures, just because of the bald part and everything, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's it looks pretty accurate. It's pretty interesting, and I don't exactly know how they do it, but I know it's not just like a face overlay of somebody else's photo. Mm-hmm. Like it's taking actual like wrinkles it sees and hair follicles it sees and whatever, and and, just and like it's building upon that. Pro- pronouncing them is that making them more pronounced yeah or less pronounced depending because it also has like young age photo uh filters on there and like what i could tell with um eyes and with 
glasses and stuff is that it either increased or decreased the size. So when it was young aged, I could really tell like on a picture of you with your glasses, it made the rims of your glasses thicker and it also made your eyes bigger. Hmm. And then in the old filter, it made them thinner and smaller. And so, of course, you know, that is accurate with right. people, <laughs> how did, people Did age. it make your nose it, and ears bigger when I, I think, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it was as pronounced with the nose uh, stuff, but I'm pretty sure it did with you when you got older and it made your nose a little bit bigger. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was really neat. It was neat to see. It's, it's a cool um, gimmick that uh, produced some pretty convincing results that mm-hmm. if this person didn't know this was a fake photo, an aged photo, you might think that's a real person. In yeah. Fact, yeah. I mean, in fact, there were yeah. several of them mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah, I would have no problem believing this person existed exactly like this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the few people, including myself, who did it to like children, put the oh. old face on oh. children and babies. <laughs> That was Those terrifying. Those were unsettling. That yeah, I put, I, put, I put a section of four photos together of different photos of me. And the last one in the bottom corner was also my baby's face. And Ugh. if you look, you'd, you know, you'd, everyone's just looking, yeah, wow, this really looks old. And then the very last thing you see is tiny, scary, uh, old man <laughs> Benjamin Button baby at the bottom. Tandra, Tandra texted me and said, you take that photo of my baby off the internet That's right now. That's right. <laughs> uh, I did not do that, though. Um, but yeah, so everyone was having fun. Everyone was posting old pictures. Celebrities, everybody, bands. Uh, couldn't scroll anywhere without seeing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was what confused me at first. Because at first, I'm just seeing a bunch of old people. I'm like, why is every every old person in America posting? And I didn't know I followed this many old people. What's going on here? Uh, but yeah, then something switched middle of last week, and everyone's like, uh, "Have you heard?" Even Mo, even Mo uh, sent me a message going, "Have you heard about what's wrong with the Face app thing? How how it's stealing all your data and and." Uh, Sending it to the Russians and junk. Oh, and, and I, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, let me, let me, I guess my response would be either you don't really have anything to worry about or you have so much more to worry about than you think, <laughs> depending on where you're at right now, yeah. what you know about social media. Because... Uh, the same stuff that was found in the terms of service service for FaceApp is the exact same stuff you agreed to when you joined Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. Snapchat, any of those things. Mm-hmm. Like even Snapchat, you know, got found out a few years ago that, you know, their whole premise is this thing's only going to be online for 24 hours. You can only look at it two times before it's gone. Right. But they've saved a backup of pretty much everything that's ever been posted in a cloud somewhere. That's um, going to get hacked. Yeah. Right. It, it did get hacked. That's how they got found out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great. <laughs> but see, that's exactly it. Is that, you know, all of this is in every terms of service. So you are already agreeing to this with every photo and every post you've ever made. Mm-hmm. Including all the stuff that everyone's afraid of. Like, oh, they could use my photos for advertising purposes or whatever else 
uh, without my consent. Yeah, that's it is your consent. That's by doing this, consented. You've consented. It's Mm -hmm. it's already consented and done with. If you downloaded the app and you gave them permission to look at all your photos and save them in the cloud, well, that's it's done already. Deleting it's not going to change it. It's there. It's whatever. You can't do nothing about it now. Um, But the fact is, is that most of these companies do this. And none of these companies are really doing that. They're not like taking your personal photos and using them as, as uh, advertisements for their business. Nah. Uh, nobody has nobody has uh, proven that that's a widespread thing. Uh, and in fact, none of your photos are that good. Right. <laughs> that's my feeling. I'm like, I can't think of a photo that they would use that would like encourage people to use their app. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this person's on there? I don't want to go to that place. <laughs> also, I'm not very interesting, so yeah, I feel like Russia doesn't really care about me. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's the main difference is that, that uh, all these other companies are based in America, pretty much. FaceApp, though, the creators are Russian. Oh. And so that's what everyone got freaked out about is that it's Russia. It's Russia Russia again. is ruining America oh, right goodness. now. They're attacking everybody, stealing all of our jobs and well, not jobs, but stealing <laughs> all of our faces and creating all these Russian bots. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, there's such this, this mass hysteria over Russia. Like, yeah, look, I get it. Yes, Russia did kind of interfere with the process uh, when we had an election. And yes, they have hackers and junk over there but i mean what are they gonna do with uh, pictures of you they don't need pictures of you to create fake russian accounts you know (laughs) that right there there are billions of pictures of people on the internet that they could just search random dude here's (laughs) this guy's name is phil phil not a russian (laughs) uh so i mean yeah the, uh, the the hysteria over Russia is weird. I watched a news story. Like, you've been hearing about this Area 51 thing, right? Where some jokey Facebook group posted, we're going to uh, storm Area 51. Yes. Join our yes. event. They can't stop I'm going. Us. Uh-huh. You're going to yeah, this? Yeah. September 20th? <laughs> yeah. We're right by Roswell. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> it's in, Area 51's in Nevada. What? Uh, what am I thinking of? You're thinking of the Roswell crash site. Isn't that also called Area 51? No. <laughs> Area 51 is like a military base. I thought it was in Roswell. No, that's... Uh, there is a, There was a base there, but that wasn't Is Area, Area something? No. I remember... Yes! No. <laughs> they, don't, they haven't called anything Area anything else. Huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well. <laughs> I've, I've heard it. Yeah. Nevada. You're thinking of the show Roswell... Where they did go to Area 51 with that uh, alien that turned himself into a Hollywood mogul or whatever. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Uh, I was watching a news story about this and they're talking about it and how, yeah, it was started as a joke and it's continuing as a joke. There might be a few people that are taking it seriously and and the government is having to take it seriously too Mm -hmm. and all this. No mention of Russia throughout the entire thing. And there hasn't been any mention of Russia throughout the entire thing. There's no reason to assume it has anything to do with Russia. It's It's clearly a joke thing. 
But at the end of the newscast, the last line that they said was, it's unclear how many members of this Facebook group are Russian bots. <laughs> what? Where did this come from? Who is thinking that <laughs> this Facebook group is full of Russian bots? Wow. No one is really encouraging them to go do this, but you know out of the 100,000 or more that are signed up for this, there's at least 100 or a hundred or a thousand or so people who are like, yeah, we're totally doing this. We're totally going to storm Area <laughs> And they're going to get arrested. <laughs> they're going to get shot is what they're going to get. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's just so strange This the Russia hysteria is off the wall. Um, so, yeah, like I said, even if it was a Russian situation, stealing your photos, big whoop. I mean, they can get them anywhere. But uh, FaceApp did respond. They said... Uh, they none of your stuff actually goes to any servers in Russia. It is in a, a cloud network for about forty-eight hours at the most, and then it self-deletes. Uh, everything is done in the cloud, including the the editing stuff that shows up on your phone. Uh, there is no local storage, and they are even working on a delete all my stuff now feature for those who are concerned with it staying in the cloud for even that long, forty-eight hours. Um. Just to quell the fear that's been going on with the app. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff. Everybody's nuts. Someone just makes something fun. Can't have anything for you, nice. And all of a sudden, they have to make a press release. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. See, you can't, you can't do anything in this world without having to clarify yourself yeah. because somebody's misinterpreting something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the story. So, I mean, if I mean, what? What? Uh, you didn't let me post any photos of you that I made. No, they were what ugly. Did you think? <laughs> I don't like it. Do you think you'll look like that when you're older? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> there was one that I did right that that made you kind of look like one of your mom's sisters. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who aren't super attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> your case, mom, your mom's perfectly attractive. Listening. Y'all look very similar here. Sisters, not no. so much. Those <laughs> aunts of yours, they're kind of. And I know they're not listening because they're kind of hillbilly people. They, they're, they're on Facebook. Oh, barely. I have you seen like your have... sister, your aunt's uh, <laughs> profile photo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like her forehead. How does this? work cameras <laughs> is this magic uh, is this hillbilly voodoo uh but anyway yeah they ain't hearing this <laughs> and uh if oh, you are listening i apologize if you're not <laughs> if you have if you still have the face app if you haven't been worried about this here's a here's a fun experiment for you that i found out do the old age filter on your face Save the photo to your phone, open it up again, oh. put it back in. Oh no! Do the old days face? You can keep doing it. Oh my god! And you just get more and more wrinkly and deformed and Ew. frightening looking. Gross. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I recently had to um, make a lot of pictures, uh, like put them through a, a filter for work and make like these nice. You know, you you make a picture look like a sketch. Yeah. And the the sketch 
part would, in some cases, draw out some people's worst features. And I had to, like, (laughs) zoom in and do the the blemish on him and take out some wrinkles because I'm like, oh, that looks bad. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give them that. Blur, like, blur. Yeah. Blur yeah. in there. <laughs> I had to do some work. <laughs> Let's just move a plant in front of your head. <clears throat> oh, man. All right. Well, at the, uh, at the end of the third hour here on Tuesday, we like to do, uh, our 11th commandments. Whenever you join our Facebook group, the Back Row Baptist Church Facebook group, you are asked a couple questions. Two of them are serious, making sure you understand what the group is for. But the last one is, if you had the power to create an 11th commandment, what would you create? And today we have a duo of uh, pizza-inspired commandments. So uh, what are they, Deidre? Uh, Leah Michelle Reed said, Thou shalt not... Eat pizza with a fork and knife. There's only one pizza, two pizzas on this planet <laughs> that I can think of where that's acceptable. And that's either a legitimate Chicago deep dish pizza, because those things are like right, spilling, spilling sauce everywhere. You can't really do that. Uh-huh. Or that Papa Murphy's like stuffed pizza that's got the like two crusts all around it. Yeah. And it's That's filled, more like a filled calzone, with, really. Filled with meat and stuff. Yeah, it's really just like a pizza-sized calzone. So, yeah, you can eat that with a fork and knife, too. Uh, I've never really thought about that. It is just essentially a giant calzone. <laughs> it's good, I blew though. your mind. Mm. I don't want one. No. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, Matt Buzza. Buzza? 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 What up, my buzzer? Said, thou shalt not... Put pineapple on pizza. Preach! There is a... I don't, I don't know how you can call yourself a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and like the devil's favorite pizza. With pineapple and ham on it. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I like pineapple. Right. And I like ham pizza, but mm-hmm. no. It's and too I guess, sweet. I mean, I guess it came out of... It would have had to have come out of, like, Hawaii, right? Because that's kind of like their... Well, they're called Hawaiian pizzas. Oh, right. They are. Yeah. yeah. You're right. <laughs> okay. So it would have had to come out of... Pari- I forgot, I've forgotten all about the actual nomenclature of that pizza. Yeah. It had to have come out of Hawaii, given the pig and the pineapple thing as uh-huh. both staples yeah. of their, you know, beachside feasts or whatever. But, gosh, it just sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Fruit at all... The problem isn't with the pineapple or the ham. The problem is with the pineapple and cheese and pineapple and tomato sauce. Mm. Both of those things mixed with pineapple sounds awful. You might as well say, let's put Skittles on this pizza. <laughs> it just sounds like a fruity, disgusting flavor. I yeah. don't think it would give me that that salty, sweet flavor that people usually like. Mm-hmm. I feel like that the pineapple would be overbearing. Anything else? But I say this not having tried it because I don't like pineapple. (laughs) Um, But which is weird. It's just it's it's it seems wrong, guys. And when things seem wrong, they usually are wrong. (laughs) That's what I've learned. That's what I've learned in my 33 years on this planet. (laughs) And as the Bible says, if you feel convicted that something is wrong, even if it's not technically a sin. Maybe it is a sin for you. <laughs> and so I'm going to stay away <laughs> from the 
personal sin <laughs> of pineapple on pizza. Oh, <laughs> All right. We'll stick around. We will back soon. We will back. We will be back <laughs> soon to close out the show. Back to the Back Row Morning Show as we're going to close out the show for the day. We got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Matthew 19, 14. But Jesus said, Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. That's me. Why is it? It says David Jeremiah. That's the guy who said it. Thought for the day. David okay. Jeremiah said. I thought you liked accidentally put two different i thought it was from the bible anyway oh because the two names are biblical names yeah i thought you were like doing jeremiah said or david said but (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) here's a thought (laughs) jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet can you (laughs) Um, (laughs) thought for the day david jeremiah says (laughs) says <laughs> <Am I? laughs> says was not written in the script as we typically do I added it. our thought for the day comes from david jeremiah thank you <laughs> would it be so hard for you to write that <laughs> it's not supposed to be a script it's supposed to be notes <laughs> uh. our thought for the day <laughs> comes from david jeremiah oh my gosh Think realistically about the role God has given you to play in building up the body of Christ. To play. In, I'm going to try that again. There's a mower. There's a lawnmower going on right outside <laughs> our window. Just go. Just get just it go? out. For goodness sakes. Yes. Let's cut all this out. No. Uh... uh Think realistically about the role God has given you to play in building up the body of Christ. God gives grace and faith to each one. We must discern the purpose of God's grace to us and fulfill his calling. Thank you for joining us today. Good job. (laughs) We're every Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific. The Encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. And our podcast is available usually in the afternoons. Uh, on uh, on backrowradio.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube as well. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio. Uh, Join our laughter introducing Facebook (laughs) community. That one is written for you. I have to read this stuff before we say it. (laughs) Join our laughter inducing Facebook community. I can't read. There's a big circle in my face. <laughs> Baptist Church. Going to brbchurch.com. Oh my goodness! It just you did so well, and it's just all <laughs> falling apart in the outro. <laughs> that is it for today's show, Daedra. What is the final word? It's not in the script. Struggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.